Hello and welcome to the Connect and Rise podcast. I'm your host, Cody. And I'm your host, Reese. And we will be talking to you about all things health and wellness. So welcome to episode seven of the Connect and Rise podcast. Today we're going to talk about the topic of becoming aware of the language that we use on a day-to-day basis and how that can put barriers up or make excuses for ourselves. So, hello. Hello. Hey guys. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Do you want to start it off by what happened in your week? Um, that's my part to ask you. You didn't. How was your last week? What happened? Anything different? Anything that the listeners need to know about? Um, what did I do on my last week? Let's backtrack it. No, we're pending a baby. My sister's... No, we're not pending a baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that straight. Well, to explain, my sister is pending a baby, so I'm on... Um, Stand by for her first bub. I'm one of her support people. So there is our baby pending in our family. So that's something that's happening at the moment. Um, what else have I been doing? Just catching up. I think I might have said this last time, but just catching up with my friend Lena while she's back in Newcastle because she's not back here permanently. Um, Lena is a health coach and I'm going to get her on this podcast before she leaves because she's amazing and she'll be able to share some really good insight with you guys. So I caught up with her, I did more study, I got pampered by my friend Georgia today, she did a little lash tint, she's studying beauty therapy. So Your boyfriend bought you flowers. Yes, fresh flowers, make me very, very happy. So I have beautiful new flowers in front of me hmm. and that's about what about you? Um, this week's been, I've been off work this week because I'm in between jobs, but I start tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to getting back into uh, work. You I just realized this will be a week ahead too. So you'll be off. This will be recorded yeah, or so uploaded. You would have done yeah, your first week. I would have finished my first week by the time this goes live. But yeah, yeah it's Sunday now and um, I start tomorrow and yeah, I'm, I'm excited and just keen to get back into to work at the time off I had like just over a week off so the time was good to be able to catch up on little bits and pieces that needed doing but it definitely occupies a huge part of your life and gives you a lot of purpose I think so and you don't realize that until you're out of work so um, I'm looking forward to it yeah so we just had a pretty exciting chilled weekend this weekend and um yeah, spent some time together, went to the markets this morning, went in and soaked up the sun today. It was a really nice day. Yeah, it's a perfect day. It's in at the baths. Too, not too cold. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, so, jumping into our topic of the this week. So, it's something that we have both um, become aware of in ourselves. For me, definitely this last year. I don't know how long you've been aware of it, Reese, but... We have both become aware of the language that we use in our day-to-day lives and pull each other up or pull ourselves up every so often when we can hear ourselves either making excuses or maybe putting a barrier up for something. Um, But it's also something that we have noticed in a lot of other people recently. So we just wanted to sort of have a chat with you guys, give you some examples and maybe 
shed some light on how you can become aware of the language that you use on a day-to-day basis. So, yeah. do you want to kick it off or do you want me to? Um, you can kick it off. Yeah. So, the first example, and this is something that Reese and I have both experienced a fair bit in the last couple of months, actually, just from um, people that are around us in our day-to-day lives. And it has a lot to do with health and fitness. It yeah. could be um, to do with the gym or it could be to do with food. So... The first example that I've had recently was about the gym. Um, And a lot of the time people will say things to me like, I wish I had your energy to be able to go to the gym or I wish I was as dedicated to going to the gym as you. And the language of using, I wish I had your energy when that's not necessarily a fact because a lot of the time when people have said that to me, I am exhausted. And the last thing I want to do is go to the gym. But the language that they're using in I wish I had your energy is they're making an excuse for themselves and they're creating their own reality just by saying that sentence. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, the way that you can sort of reframe that or become aware of that is when you hear yourself say, I wish I could blah, blah, blah. Why can't you? First of all, is it just an excuse or is there a valid reason as to why you can't do that? Yeah, I I wish it's like there's that's pretty much telling yourself that there's no other options. Yeah, like that, you that can't. is your absolute reality and you have no control over whether you do this thing or not. Yeah. And if you're saying I wish I had your energy or um another one I had recently was it's easier for you because you have someone to go with all the time. And Yes, that can be true in some sense. Having someone to go to the gym with you does definitely make you more, more accountable. Accountable, You sort of have to go because they're there. And yeah, so that is in some sense true. But also at the same time, it's not a fact either because I've been going to the gym since I was 15 years old um, and I've gone to the gym for a large portion of my life by myself because I love going to the gym, but also because, because I've worked on the discipline for me to go to the gym because I know of the outcomes that I'll get from it and the way it makes me feel and just that it's good for you. So, but you don't, you don't like wake up every day and think I like, you know, can't wait to get to the gym. No. There's plenty of days where we don't want to go. No, exactly. push ourselves to do it. Yeah. And that's the discipline side of it coming in because reality is while I think you and I are a little bit different to a lot of people um, in the sense that, the gym for us is something that we love and it is probably less, it's easier for us to go because we have worked on that discipline, but it does come down to discipline because not everything is going to be easy or fun every single day. And if you want to achieve outcomes, you have to do the actions. You can't just say, I wish and make excuses because it will never happen and you're limiting yourself by doing that. Yeah. Um, One thing um, a really good way or another way to word it to yourself and pull yourself up on it and try and re- rephrase the way you say things and it'll almost change your interpretation of, of that circumstances. Um, and I heard it, I've heard it in the past. It's like people often say, I don't have time to do this yeah, or oh, yeah. this is, um, you know, there's, I'm, I'm busy with work or, I need to be home to mind the kids or whatever it is for you. Um, Someone said, if you can rephrase that to, this is not a priority to me at the moment, 
then that will that will start to slowly change things and shift your perspective of it and um you almost start to it ingrains the way of thinking that like mm. you have complete control over over those circumstances um and and that's the reality of it when it yeah. boils down if um if you're saying that you don't have time for something then work might be a, a bigger priority and that might be the case like you, yeah. you may genuinely need to be at work um but if you rephrase that and say like the gym is not a priority for me today then you know it, it may be more of a priority tomorrow exactly yeah that's a good one and i i'm guilty of this we are not perfect by any means we have to pull ourselves up or like i said each other up every so often because you are going to use language that you might hear yourself say that's not right or that is an excuse um but i'm definitely guilty of the time one (laughs) but Mm. it is just a lot of the things that i say i don't have time for they are things that aren't a priority or they're not at the top of my priority list yeah so it is definitely reframing it becoming aware of what you're actually saying because I don't think people understand that the words that you are using or the language you are using to yourself and to others creates your reality. Yep. And it's really, really powerful. So yeah, the exercise or the gym one was definitely an example. Do you want to talk about the food example? It's pretty similar, but... Um, yeah, so this is one that Cody and I have both experienced in... Uh, mainly at work obviously when we're at home we eat very similarly so yeah it's more when we're exposed to people who may eat different to us yeah who may like who look at the foods that we eat and think you guys are you know like health freaks and i don't know how you do it and they just like almost pigeonhole themselves into like a category that's like no i can't do that and i'll never do that i'm not capable of eating that way yeah um when the reality is that you are you just make choices not to and like at work for example i never buy my lunch cody doesn't buy a lunch either like we we're organized yeah. we prepare at the start of the week and we we have food to take to work each day yeah. that is healthy like i'll take a salad to work and like i'll, I'll heat up like rice while i'm at work and i might have it have it with whatever else some tuna um and I actually enjoy that. Like I've eaten that way for quite a long time and that is quality food to me and I genuinely look forward to it. But people at work will say, oh, you know, Reese is eating cat food again if I'm eating tuna. Cat food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm eating tuna. Um, like they might see spinach in, in, my, in the fridge and they'll be like, oh, Reese is eating bloody grass again. Yeah, so they just can't, um, like that's not their reality. So they look mm-hmm. at the stuff that I eat <laughs> for example sorry that cat food one is fucking funny um i've never heard that yeah the so they just sort of like yeah they pigeonhole themselves into not being able to eat that way and it doesn't just <laughs> crying in the corner <laughs> oh, God. um yeah, yeah they <laughs> they just can't relate to it so um, and I think there's a lot of factors that go into it <laughs> as well. Goes, I don't know. I've lost it. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. There's a lot of factors that go into it as well. Like some people might not like tuna. <laughs> that's totally, totally valid as to why they're saying, oh, Reese is eating cat food because it does smell like cat food, to be fair. But I mean, it's when... <laughs> <laughs> now I've lost it. Uh, it's more when 
people are saying they want to make a change but are making comments like that that we're talking about. If you're not wanting to make a change and you're talking about food like that, that's totally up to you and your business. But if you are saying like, I wish I could eat like you and then they replace it with comments like that, Mm. they're just they don't recognize that they're limiting themselves and it is all about choices and the reason why you and i prep food or don't buy lunch is one there's so many factors it's to save money it's because we know what we're eating it's because we're disciplined and organized but that has all come over time as well there has been many stages of my life where i haven't eaten in a way that's the best for me or i haven't prepped or been organized or as disciplined Um, and it has also helped the fact that I have grown up in a family that has supported that environment. So it's sort of, I wouldn't say it's second nature because everyone's different. Um, and every single person in my family is different in their health and fitness journey. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's second nature, but I have grown up in an environment where that has sort of been surrounding me. So it's Mm. something that I've gone into naturally rather than, having to turn the complete opposite direction to everyone else in my life. So I can understand how maybe that is easier for me. Mm. But yeah, it is frustrating um, when you do hear people limiting themselves and saying it's just easier for you because a lot of the time they don't actually understand what you've had to go through to get to that stage either. No. But you just wish, and it's sort of at the point now too, I try and let them know that they're using the wrong language, but... It's sort of hard. If you're not aware of it and someone's going back to you, you're not going to believe it. You're just going to believe what you're saying because, like I said, reality. So Yeah, exactly. It's a very challenging thing, but it's also really powerful when you do become aware of your own language. Another example um, about it that I sort of actually have realized or become aware of more recently was the word just. And I've noticed that I do it in different areas of my life where I might not be as confident or not as happy or something and people might i don't know ask me a question about myself and i'll say oh i am just blah 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 and the word just is already downplaying that sentence by saying i don't know what's a good example um, um it's it often happens like you use the word just when you're when you might not be um you might not be particularly happy in something that you're doing or mm. it's new, new to you. Yes, new. that's the example I was thinking of. Yeah, when it's when something's new, like you might be like have recently introduced, your example might be um, the supplements that you've just reintroduced to your diet. Yeah. And someone might see you taking those for whatever reason and be like, yeah. oh, what's that? And you would use the example, oh, it's just this, that and the other. Yeah. But that just is, the word just is, like it almost it puts doubt in your own head yeah from the get-go and it's almost like what you're about to say is sort of not completely true almost yeah not completely true and you just don't have complete confidence Confidence, in what you're about to talk about yeah the new thing as well it's definitely something that i'm working on with this whole like the podcast for me isn't as it's a physical thing that we're doing. So while it's a new journey and I definitely feel very vulnerable when we started it and I wasn't extremely confident with it, um, I loved doing it and it was a physical thing that we could put out there. Whereas my health and wellness journey that I'm trying to expand for myself, just to put it very vague, um, is something that I'm eventually wanting it to be a career 
but there's no clear line. And because there's no clear line, if people might, I might start talking about it and ideas that I have and the way that I talk about it, I will always put, oh, I just had an idea or it's just this thing I'm working on. Mm. Instead, I could say I have an idea or there's this thing I have been working on. They're two completely different sentences, but I'm just lacking the confidence or the certainty within them. And I'm throwing the word just in there. Yeah. And it, it makes, it comes across to the people you're speaking to as if you're doubting yourself. Yeah. But it also reinforces to to you that, you know, you're not completely confident in what you're about to say or not completely confident in where you're going. So even just changing the language or being conscious of the language you're using and trying to change that can have a, an effect back back within yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other examples of language that you have heard or that you have learnt yourself? One thing that... Um, I thought of before and like you would have heard this you've used this with me and I've pulled, oh uh, pulled you up on it and I've probably done it to others um, I would have done it to others in the past but people come to me and ask about what qualifications I have and you know I'll tell them that I've been to uni for five years and um, and the first thing that they'll say is oh, I'm just not smart enough for uni or like I'm not cut out for uni yeah and have I, I haven't said that to you you I'm haven't not smart enough. yeah no you haven't said those words or it might come across what what have you said specifically i think to me? i and i you, say this often you're the smarter one yeah that is just that's a load of crap and it's <laughs> it, it is and you yeah. know it is it's just yeah. the way you word it um i do it in other you know areas of life as well so mm. and we're all guilty for it but People come to me and say, oh, I, I could never go to uni. I, I'm just not smart enough to do it. And I feel like saying there's some people that definitely need to work harder than others yeah, to go sure. to uni. But if you if, if you, you use uni for the example, if you found something that you were genuinely interested in, it's, it's a lot easier to work hard and, and put in the effort if you're genuinely interested in it. And that... I'm like a perfect example of that. I never considered uni, but I found something that was a fit to me. And it's, yes, you need to work hard, but it's a Mm. lot easier to do that because the purpose behind what you're doing. You're passionate. Yeah, you're really passionate about it. Yeah, but at the same time as well, and this is sort of tricky. Yes, it is easier, but easy or someone saying it's easier because you're passionate about it. It's not easy. It's never going to be easy. So I think taking the word easy out of it Mm. and just... Like for me, I was, and I know I say it all the time, like, oh, you're the smarter one, rah, rah, rah. And whether that is a deep belief or whatever it is, that's something that I have to work through. And we all use language or whatever that uncovers things we need to go through. But at the same time, that just shows that uni is not a priority for me. And so you have to be aware of that and hear yourself of that. Yeah. So that when you are saying it, because I could choose to hear myself say that and then believe that the only reason that I'm not going to university is because I'm not smart enough when I know deep down I don't believe that I know deep down I just don't enjoy uni yeah um it's not the time for me and maybe one day I'll go there maybe I won't but it is all about priority and yeah taking the word easy out of it I feel because as well the way you speak to yourself is important but the way you speak to others if you're telling someone that it's easier for them to do something than it is for you when it might not be, could be super offensive to someone. 
because they're working their ass off and you're saying to them that, oh, it's easier for you because of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's not really fair, no. I don't think, no, it's to not. put on someone. And I know that you have had people do it to you as well and it does frustrate you because yeah. you have you worked your ass off as mm. you were passionate, yeah. but you worked your ass off to get to where you were. It wasn't easy. No, it doesn't. It's Nothing uh, is easy. Yeah, people will say, will say that and um, that really frustrates me when people say to me, um, oh, you've, you know, you've got it so good or that's, it's easy. Yeah. You know, it, it was easy for you because you're just naturally, naturally talented. That is, it's not the reality. And like, I had to work my absolute butt off mm. to, you know, even get through uni and, um, on top of the other bits and pieces that I did whilst I was at uni. So it's, it's almost offensive, but like, it was easier for me to push through the really hard times because there was a deeper passion passion and reason as to why i was doing it mm. but by no means like by no means was it easy there was plenty of times where i wanted to give up yeah um little panic attacks towards the end mm, there yeah definitely he didn't sleep for like an entire night once when you were doing was it your thesis yeah yeah it was my honors i was yeah that was the worst i've ever been but yeah i think i, I held it together most of the time but there was a oh, couple of times sure. where i almost yeah we're almost cracked but um yeah realizing that People that people that you see and aspire to want to be, regard like in any area of your life, it doesn't just come to them. Like they have to work yeah. to get to that point. Like you have to realize that there, there's a level of work that needs to go into it. Yeah. Otherwise, to... they won't succeed past a certain point. Exactly. Um, and but you you have the exact you have the potential to be able to do that yourself. Yeah. It just needs to be a priority and becoming aware of the language that you use to others and also to yourself yeah. can help reframe that mm. for you to be able to make those changes. Yeah. And it's like language or the words we use on a day-to-day -day basis is obviously the thoughts that we have in our own head, whether we speak them um, out loud or whether we speak to them to ourselves in our own head, that is still the language you use. So Negative self-talk, I feel like, is something that I've spoken about here on before when Bonnie was on. We talked about self-love and self-care. Yep. And that is just as important as the language that you speak verbally mm -hmm. because it's still language and the way you're speaking to yourself. So that's also something to become aware of and something to work on because if you don't value yourself um, and you don't speak to yourself kindly, how can you expect others to speak to you in a kind way? Of course they should. But the energy that you put out and the language you put out is exactly what you attract. Mm -hmm. So that's why also when I say gratitude journaling is such an important part of my life now and that people should really try is because that does reframe your way of thinking and the language that you use because you're speaking or thinking in a more positive manner and it changes the language of how you speak in your own head or towards others just naturally or organically or however you want to say it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a really powerful thing that we all have to be aware of. I don't know if I have any other examples. No, I think that sort of covers it broadly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I think, just as a big one. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I wish I could have this is another big one. Yeah. I don't have time. I think they're pretty fairly common words or phrases that people use that, 
are quite powerful. Yeah. Or actually, I did think of one. This is from the book I'm reading. And the chapter that I read today was, and I'm guilty of this as well, um, saying yes when you want to say no Mm. and learning to say no to things when they don't serve you. And there might be situations where, I don't know, you've said yes when you really wanted to say no, but there was a reason why you had to. I don't know. Sort of. The fear of letting someone down, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So just be aware of things you are saying yes to. Make sure you're saying yes to things that serve you, that make you happy and that you ultimately don't want to say no to. If you want to say no to something, learn to say no. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. So like I said, not perfect. I've got to work on that too. But the first stage is becoming aware of it and then you can work on all of these things. So listen to yourself, listen to the language you're using, listen to other people. If you become aware of your own language, you will just automatically become aware of the way people speak um and be kind don't <laughs> force it on people and be like um you just said this rah, rah, and be mean towards them but yeah. maybe in a kind way say do you notice that you're saying that about yourself mm. so yeah when, when people use the example of uni with me and i'll talk i'll say i'll talk to them about how i've been to uni and they'll say oh, i've always wanted to go to uni but i'm not smart enough like that is something that i've heard so many times and i'll say like, yeah, you're right. You need to be really kind about it and say, look, this is, um, anyone can do uni. You've just got to want to do it. Yeah. And, you know, I might start with asking them what they're, what they're actually interested in. Like, what do they find interesting, whether it's a, you know, whether it's a university degree or not. And if there's something yeah. that aligns with that and that's what they want to pursue, then you try and encourage them because they're by all means definitely capable of doing it. They just need to, you just need to believe that. Yeah. And 100%. yeah, and the language that you use is a really good starting point mm-hmm. to reinforce the fact that you have complete control over your circumstances. It's just whether you want to do it or not. Yes. Good end. Good end. Alrighty, guys, we'll wrap it up there and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye.